Greetings, Dost, to the Khudra Ealing Podcast. This is a virtual tavern where you'll drink the wine of Sahbet while sipping poetry from Zuleikha's Divan, listening to talks on healing and discourses on the path of Ishq with guests of the heart. I am Alicia Ali, your host and host. learn more about our works, we welcome you to connect to Quilter Healing. Hello. Hey, Sana. Assalamu alaikum. And uh, lovely to have you here. Wa alaikum. And lovely to have myself here with you. It's such a privilege and honor, really. Wonderful, wonderful. It's, um, you know, you share a lot of magic on your uh, multiple platforms. And it's now time <laughs> where you know, all this magic that keeps people in wonder. um, It would be awesome to just get a little bit of a glimpse into that world that, that, um, let's say the, the, the invisible realm, which you from. And, um, and it's just, um, you know, it's just going to be very exciting to kind of just get on a call with you to talk about that process um which is which in itself is quite mystical but before we do that i'd like to um give our audience a brief about yourself and 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 then we can get into you know the flow of our conversation sure perfect all right perfect so sana is a multi-dimensional calligraphy illumination artist who loves to explore the planes of creativity through the lens of spirituality, universal consciousness, and mysticism. Her work is best described as a mesh of sacred geometrical and arabesque forms and Arabic calligraphy, combined with the universal energies that manifest in the moment. She likes to sync her work with the cosmos, you can say, as a means to manifest all that she paints into her reality while living and breathing it as well, not just painting it, but experiencing each step as it unfolds. So welcome, Sana. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it sounds pretty uh, mystical, magical, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it does. Um, it does. Um, well, I'd love to... True, um, yeah. <laughs> so can you... Okay, like, obviously, we're not going to be able to cover everything in this um, particular episode, but I would love to just get a brief on your, you know, how this sort of um, artistic journey... Uh, began and um, and and you know uh, what was your igniting experience um, that brought you into this world mm-hmm. of you know calligraphy? Yes, well, I mean, I was uh, originally introduced by it to the world of calligraphy through my guide, who's a Naqshbandi sheikh, and um, that was when I originally. Uh, came into the world of uh, to the world of this Islamic art aspect, although I've always practiced art. But um, since then, you know, it's taken me a lot of uh, time and dedication in terms of practicing it and perfecting it, which I'm mainly self-taught. Um, but over the years, as I dive deeper into this realm of Islamic calligraphy and, you know, the deeper meanings. I've always had an interest for tafsir, you know, the the deeper meanings of the verses. Mm 
that has always intrigued me as much as say equally with the forms. I've not been so obsessed over uh, the forms of Arabic, although they are very symbolic in their meaning as well. But uh, down the road, I had a very mystical experience, maybe I guess it's been uh, five years since then, um, which opened a whole new world for me in terms of in terms of me experiencing what I paint as well as, as painting it, um, it was almost like I became in sync with, as I describe it in my intro, in sync with the universal energies, which is, it's like, it's there, there's this universal energy that flows at all times. And artists are able to tap into this realm that is universal. It's, uh, it applies to everyone in a, in a grand sense. So in that way, I was able to shift my paintings and not just drawing and painting them, but actually experiencing them and uh, hopefully expressing that into my reality and sharing it with others, which is what I started to do with that. So, mm, yeah. Interesting. So basically, um, as, as per the, you know, artworks that are generously out there of yours, um, there, there's definitely the theme of the cosmos and it's almost like there's so much symbolism and, messages that are being conveyed through the art alone because it's not static it's not just calligraphy and that's it or calligraphy slash geometry or um you know the you know the illumination designs etc that you normally would see there's it's almost like even a sense of new age art in your works um i can see that right and it's um it's unique um, on its yeah. own. Yeah, it's very much alive. I really believe that whatever I paint is alive. And I've witnessed, I've experienced things in my reality unfold based on what I've painted. Um, as I've painted the different steps and different energies unfold in my reality. Um, so that is definitely something that has made me dive uh, deeper at a very much more um, intense level, I would say, with my art. Uh, it's made me engage in my art so that I'm almost inside my art as well as just painting it from the outside. So, and in terms of um, meshing it with new age uh, type of uh, concepts, that is something I actually um, opened up to after my awakening. I was very, I was very in tune with um, taking the Islamic approach prior to my awakening. But what the awakening did was it opened my senses and my understanding to a greater reality that everybody was connected to. So that is what I started to portray in my artwork. It, it created a sort of shift from just being solely Islamic to becoming almost uh, mystic and um, spiritual in a grander sense that connected to a lot more people than just a certain audience. So, yes. Right. Um, the last point I will um, go deeper into where you mentioned, you know, um, to, you know, uh, a variety in terms of your audience um i can see that and i guess those who uh, are following you on you know facebook etc and their events there's um a very strong presence of arabic or even non-muslims who draw to your art and it's almost like there's a magnetic um effect uh calling them to uh, towards the art, you know? So I see mm -hmm. your art um, as, as a necessary healing um, that yeah. is being shared and, 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 and it's relatable to, um, you know, on so many levels um, to yeah. whoever is meant to, um, you know, view it or even right. house it, <laughs> adopt it. <laughs> 
right you know right um, yeah yeah i take i mean i really take the approach uh, with art that it transcends all boundaries you know unconscious and conscious you know um our belief systems and our ego barriers of um you know separateness that we tend to have as humans so i really believe that art is a very strong medium to penetrate all those barriers we have within us and get to a more universal aspect of ourselves which is our soul so given that i think the underlying intentions behind my work is is exactly that and it's whatever it intrigues me uh, uh you know in terms of what i like to paint and what colors i like to use is what i feel will intrigue the greater audience because as a whole we're all touched uh we're all passionate about very similar things deep down as humans so i take that approach you know mm. to connect with all right and sense. and right and it seems that um based on the exhibits and um and and all the showings that um that you've done um how could you just give us you know an idea of um what is you typically asked in terms of messages behind your work um coming from western audiences right well i generally get this sense of excitement which is what i love when i when i interact mm-hmm. with people that see my art like their eyes will widen and they'll be like i've never seen artwork like this before and they'll they'll directly tell me this is the best artwork i've ever seen in my life and i've had so many people share that with me and it's really helped my sense of um you know uh yeah continuing with the way i'm doing this work so uh it just it just helps me connect with people at such a deep soul level and it i i always have to, it's always allows me to transcend um this barrier of religion and culture and it's just like it's like soul soul talking when you talk about art so i like how it connects me to people in that way um in terms of questions maybe that people ask um I don't really know it's just generally a sense of happiness that they feel connected to it you know uh, it brings out the soul in people which is what I love it brings out that essence in people that mm. that has been hiding um it brings out the the positivity and the knowing that you are light you know this knowing that we're more than just our bodies that is one effect i wish to express in my art is that we're not just a, we're not just a body uh we're 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 a soul having a you know physical experience but it it transcends way beyond that you know and living this 3d 3d reality it's hard it's hard for us not to to transcend that 3d barrier you know those limitations that we have you know day to day so as an artist i wish to i wish wish to allow people to step into this space that is that is magical within them when they look at the art to reflect that within themselves as a mirror to show them that you're so much greater than your physical body you're so much more you're so uh you know there is literally a universe within you that needs wants to be known to you so i hope that the art is a reminder of that you know to dive deep within yourself and to know that you have a, a great power within your own heart within your own soul that wants to manifest itself indeed. so yeah <clears throat> indeed that's um that's very clear through your art um and and you do allow that and it's now it's <clears throat> there's even a shift as um as i've observed um recently where you're basically bringing us in process and helping us experience sing 
what you're experiencing by putting out these, um, you know, live videos um, of you engaged in the right. soul, you know, in, in your soul experience without the, without even being distracted and at the same time speaking uh, higher truths that, that basically relate to, you know, um, your audience based on whatever is coming uh, to and through you. So it's, um, it's deepened, I, I mean, from what I understand that because we're, right. we're, we're part of that experience and it's almost like we're part of the making of your art. Right. So it's like you're bringing right. in, um, you know, the, the universal energy, but on, on a physical plane too, you're, you're, you're opening that up. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's something that I've, um, I've been called to do them. Um, it's just kind of, I guess my time, you know, I would say to, express this side of me um, that I've kind of hidden over the years, um, just to make it known that artists are not just painters. We're not just, uh, we're so much more deeper than what people think we are. And our work comes from a very uh, deep space, you know, for to develop a sort of appreciation, uh, hopefully that will uh, ignite in others that artists are very valuable people. Um, so in that sense, you know, I, um, I like to portray the, to show, you know, that there's this uh, side to, to uh, when an artist paints, there is an unfolding going on in the moment. There's, um, there's a channeling going on. Um, so that is why I prefer to paint uh, as I am um, expressing these deeper wisdoms because I feel it only really happens when I do paint them in the moment and it comes, um, it is aligned with what I'm painting. What I've noticed that whatever I'm painting specifically is very aligned with the, the, the universal energies that are unfolding in that moment. This is something I've developed the, the skill to um, notice happens. So very instinctual, it's very synchronistical in its sense, um, where it's, I'm trying to express a greater harmony that unfolds with artists, you know, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's hard to explain. Well, then that means that the, the process of being present is absolutely necessary in order to hear um, what is coming to you and and then and then you're conveying yeah. it so it's coming through you as well and um it's almost like you can miss out on a conversation if you uh digress anywhere else so it's quite right. interesting to see how you're you know um doing yeah. all this in parallel you're you're painting and then you're um, yeah, I, you know, I guess I would describe it best. That it, it kind of it, you're put into this warp sense, a uh, time space reality where um, in this moment of stillness, where you're you're exactly where you need to be in this moment of now, which creates a very um, very enlightening way to channel because you know that you're here and you're and you're meant to be here. That is very healing. Um, and I think artists do that best is to know that we're here in this moment and this is where we're meant to be. And I think this is something that people in general at a global level are starting to align with or starting to realize through, the, through these many um, uh, situations that are unfolding where it's creating people to... Um, learn stillness to learn that you're exactly where you need to be um you know and to transcend this uh this this reality of busyness and to live in the moment i think it's going to make a huge shift of what's happening now in in people's consciousness to live in the moment and that is what creates that sense of harmony within your reality when you tap into that present moment it's very important important and I feel artists do that in a very generous yet grand way, you know? Right. Um, 
And earlier, you know, you mentioned uh, something which I think is basically um, not to be taken lightly. You mentioned about um, your Sufi master or your spiritual guide, who's a Anakshabandi, and right, and um, a master in the art of you know. Um, spiritual wayfaring and and um you know and he's a guide so the nakshabandis historically have always been very active even in the political arenas and they were um they always endorsed the arts and you know craftsmanship so they had guilds and it's it's almost like reading about it in the past, but then seeing a byproduct of that um, grace um, that obviously has befallen you, whether you tell us or not. I mean, the ones who can right. see that through the inner eye know that because um, it's very obvious, right? And, and you have people who are pursuing the arts but then it's a different story altogether when you um, when you're graced by a master and basically appointed and assigned to actually disseminate um, teachings through this art form. And I, you know, I briefly remember about. Um, Probably even I don't know. Did you have an? Did you have a website twenty years ago or fifteen years ago? Well, I did have. I do have a website. It's just currently down, right? Because it wasn't right. Yeah. What What was it around about fifteen years ago? That I started the website. Yeah, yeah I guess it uh, it's been at least, it's been at least fifteen years. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I that's that long ago. Let's say. Probably, you know, when you had started out, that's when I came across your website. And I'm not sure how, but I came across your works, which led me to your website. And I was in total awe. Not even so much. At, okay, the art, obviously, that's a given. But then the story behind it. And I, and I just briefly remember, I can't remember, you know, the, you know vividly the details, but it clearly mentioned um, the role of your spiritual guide in in basically, right. you know, pushing you onto this path. I mean, gracing right. you, right? right, and dressing you. It's 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 a dressing. It's a spiritual dressing, and that's what really hit me. Um, right. To be honest, and I've always been in awe of that concept because, um, yeah. Basically, that's that's the secret, right? To receive the grace of enlightened ones. It's not really even about doing. It's it's a different thing altogether when you get that grace. Yeah, I mean, so, um, yeah, the way the what the guide does for you is kind of channel you in the right direction at the right time when you need it. You know, they 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 if they see that you can carry a certain purpose to its fullest hopefully um you know they they'll they'll laser beam it to to you to start moving on that path you know and i felt very lucky that i was guided in the very specific direction that i was uh, and this is something without a guide or being lucky enough to be you know, um, shifted into the right direction would take years for people to um, discover sometimes, you know. So at a, at a young age, I had this encounter and I was right on the path, right in the beginning, you know, to, to start with. So it helped me develop, I would say, a very deep understanding of the whole, uh, uh, of the whole art form, you know, from... Mm -hmm. Uh, not just surface level. So this is what I love about our our mystic path. This mystic path of of of, of being guided is that it allows you to dive deeper in a way that may not be possible without without that guidance. So in that sense, you know it. Um, yeah, they they direct you towards your soul path, and that is what. I feel a lot of people are not 
following right now is what is causing all the chaos. Um, for you to be graced, um, you need to be following what is your soul path and everything in your life will, will try to align you towards your soul path. And until then, it's difficulties upon difficulties um, because that is the essence of life is to follow your soul. So, yeah, That's my thoughts on that. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So can I ask you, were you actively seeking grace? Um, were you actively seeking it or did you just receive it? Um, no. Because it's, it's very clear that, you know, okay, grace, fine. You get that through the presence and the connection. Right. But then there's a specific, it's almost like, it's almost like when lightning has to strike you, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? <laughs> so you, you know, being struck with lightning, you know, it's like, yeah, why me? Why not me? You know? Um, so were you actively, because I'm trying to basically ask um, the questions so that, you know, artists who may be listening right. um, may take inspiration from this. Right. Are they, should they be, is that a selfish way to kind of connect with your guide to want to seek the grace or is it, is it? for you yeah. in your experience that's what you should be doing because that basically puts yeah. baraka in right. your intentions and your work well that is a tricky <clears throat> question and i think i really feel uh, in a general sense that is not something that you seek you're just given because then ego is not involved in that way if it's something that you are seeking um if you are seeking it there's a lot of ego involved so it has to be something that you're your soul is ready to, to embark on, you know, in a very egoless way. And that takes time to unfold for you to do it in a, in a sense that's not ego-based. That's another challenge in itself as an artist. But I, I definitely feel like it's not something you have to you, you seek. It's something uh, given to you, like strike by lightning. It's, it's, it's uh, inayat that comes down, you know. That's what my guide had described it to me as it was it was inayat it was uh god's grace that that came down on you in that moment in the right moment and so now because of that i really feel compelled to express it and to share that gift because i feel like i would be wasting it if i didn't make that effort to share what i know to share that wisdom because i guess i I hopefully I'm strong enough to carry it out in this in the way that it's meant to the made the way that it's deserved to you know right so you're basically saying in other words that you see your art as a trust and you know you're not the owner yes you're a medium and therefore it makes no sense to kind of keep that to yourself exactly right um, and, and what's coming through your art because technically you're just um, a medium and it's it's a trust and and if you know trusts aren't taken care of or um, you know handled properly then trusts are also removed right right, right. And, and that's tricky for an artist because a lot of artists get very very possessive with their artwork exactly. it's almost like there's a huge veil on it because they never want to expose it in the public. And two, uh, unless well, it's, you know, it, it, or limit it, limit that exposure. And two, um, they act like, you know, we, you can actually, you know, um, well, yeah. Understanding that you're the artist, yeah. Yeah, like how you said it, and it's more to be, it's more to know that you're just a vessel, you're just like how you mentioned a medium um, to receive it, but to give it away as well as easily and to not attribute it to yourself. Because this is something as artists who are mediums of this type of work, we do realize that it does not come from us and it will never come from us. It's from a greater reality from a greater wisdom that unfolds and we're we just happen to be able to receive it you know 
And that's also mm-hmm. a divine grace that allows you to receive it. So there is no, there should be no attachments to, to you and the artwork in that sense where it's yours. Yes, you are, um, you are a, a, a physical channel to paint it, and 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 you're a, you're used in that sense. But that's about it. And if we we take that approach with art, I feel like we it really keeps us humble over time because as artists, it's very easy to fall into that trip trap of pride of of um, thinking that you're achieving something when you're really not. It's not from you. So it really keeps right. you humble, and it's it's an art. The art arena is is a very type of. It's like a celebrity arena almost. I feel it's like. You, you do attract a lot of attention and a lot of praise, but in the end of the day, that cannot, you cannot um, allow that to corrupt you or the art itself because it can shift your artwork um, to, um, to please other people when it's meant to, meant to express a greater reality that sometimes people may not be able to carry, but you just have to be a means to express it, you know? Right. right. Yeah. And do, do you find, um, you know, when your art is actually being purchased um, or, you know, when you have commissioned art that you're actually creating um something that is you know literally it's almost like a prescription to the recipient right and you you pick that up right well yeah or or the right person must obviously you know be attracted to your it's it's well it's a prescription how how do you feel yeah i mean it's a prescription to them and it's a prescription to me i really take everything that i paint as something that i need myself personally um okay you know and something that the collective needs so i take it always as that i'm very i i'm very deep down personal with my work as much as uh, as unattached i am with it and it's one of the secrets of why i've been able to produce so many pieces over the years um you know and my guide once said oh you already forgot about that last piece you did um which kind of helped me reflect that yes I am someone who kind of just paints and releases it I don't I don't feel like I own them or um you know that they're mine they're not they're not mine in the end um and in terms of them um you know, in terms of me uh, thinking um, that they're prescribed for others, that's that's a given. That's a bo- it goes both ways. It's is as meant for me as it is for them. You know, so right. And 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 for aspiring um, calligraphers, what sort of advice could you put out there? Because there's you know individuals who are um, um, you know, on the path to spirituality, right. uh, you know, you know, a deeper sense and, and are seeking to serve uh, through this art. And um, they say that, you know, the art form that happens through, let's say your hands in the case of calligraphy, or the, the artist is actually seeking fana through, through the hands. Mm-hmm. And, right a total annihilation and 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 then that shows up in the work because it's yeah that shows up yeah it's like it's almost like yes we channel via via word word and um you know uh these senses but the hand plays a big part in channeling as well where we lead it um you know and to allow it to to want to go where it needs to go when you paint so um, definitely definitely it's a it's a skill that you it's a subtle skill that requires years of um picking up on but um yeah i'm not sure what how much more to say about that other than to let go and just allow your intuition to guide you always you know and to take every uh, like I mentioned uh, before, take accidents as the blessings to 
to yeah, exactly. express a great on, on one of your last that ones. wants to unfold, you know, um, and not uh, not right. use the mind so much. Um, I think as artists, we really develop that skill to follow our intuition and our heart more than our minds and to follow that feeling and that passion more. Um, and that is, right. yeah. And that is something I think I really would advocate for people to follow is don't go with what you think you need to do. Go with what you are passionate about is a very important step in aligning you with your soul purpose. You know, whatever that may be is different for everybody. Right. So sort of always feeling into the art, you know, and, and um, coming from the heart space, then you have no choice but to um, think with the heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that takes, and that takes years to right. really uh, master, you know, it's not easy. So then you could basically say that this form of art basically serves as a means for you to learn the teachings of the path through the process that you uh, choose to engage in daily. Right. And the, the, and the art itself could be the practices because the lessons are being, um, the, the lessons are being taught to you yeah. as an artist through this means. For someone else, it could be, you know, um, whatever. Right, right. I the, mean, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. I mean, I take my art as a very, my only means of meditation, really. So it, it is, it is my mystical practice in itself. It's not just me painting, it is my worship. So I really take it very seriously, uh, in terms of enhancing my spirituality in all aspects. So the time I give to the art is my time of spirituality. Aside from the daily, daily, day-to-day things that we do, it is. Uh, it just allows me to kind of step uh, outside of that mundane world that we're so used to, that 3D world, and just step into a different reality or different dimension for just even a few minutes or however long it takes me to to express my soul to get in touch with that aspect of myself that's not my body you know and that's important for everybody to do day to day is to um, develop that uh, passion to connect with that aspect of ourselves you know right so being aligned um, and and open to um, being aligned basically with with the gifts that you have or or furthering um furthering your um your learning on that path because a lot of the times people have the gift of art for example but it's um something that's sometimes just put on the side Mm -hmm. and not taken as seriously and then you miss out it's almost like you've you're suffocating your own soul by not having a creative outlet. So it's, um, I think it's right. Um, yeah. Right. And I think the shift that's happening now globally is really allowing people to tap into that creative aspect of themselves, which everybody does mm-hmm. have. It's an innate quality of our soul, I really believe. Um, and it expresses itself or wants to express itself in any form that it can that's suited to you and your skills. But it is, I think a whole, it's an epidemic right now, this uh, lack of expressing our creativity. Um, I really feel, you know, and it's creativity and soul purpose and the spirituality I feel are very linked together. Um, You know, and this is what's made my, me realize that it is, um, you know, connecting with our soul is much more greater than um, the religion we, we may follow or the culture we may follow. It's more to do with really tapping into that presence um, and really diving internally and expressing it creativity through, through creativity is the secret to really know know yourself. And that is 
the ultimate secret to life is to know yourself because that is what allows you to know the greater reality that unfolds the greater the divine you know the the god aspect within us and outside of us right now another thing that i'd like to ask you um is is the concept of creative intelligence versus synthetic the artist is you know working with creative intelligence and that is basically working with um you know as per your intro the universal sort of consciousness right and it's it's taking from that from the from that one mind or that source yes. of creativity that is accessible to all however to get into um that sort of space there has to be stillness and silence so do you do you prior to the process do you have to go into it, just you on a personal level do you go into a personal um um meditative routine in order to access that or is it just uh something that happens spontaneously otherwise known as ha right you just get and 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 then do you see that uh do you see it do you see what you're going to create prior to creating it or is it happening as you create mm-hmm. because many a time um artists clearly see it prior to right. creating it and then that's what um, right interpreted that's, that's the stimulus yeah right Yeah, I think it's a combination of uh, both. I mean, it does happen simultaneously in the moment. Um I don't feel I prepare in advance uh, to get into these states of higher creative intelligence. I think it just happens when you're painting. Um um because you're tapped into the moment is when when we paint is really aligns us with that. So but yes, we do definitely get images prior to 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 jump start the whole process uh i know i have uh, over the years with uh, many different visions that appeared as sacred geometry and certain things that i've i've um, incorporated in the many pieces um and there what i've noticed is that there's this universal type of archetypal energy that unfolds and it may unfold uh, differently for many people but it's it's an energy that sometimes translates as a vision as as something that is that you know as an artist we will get a vision so we can paint it uh, some people experiences as as an energy it depends on who you are i think uh, right so for example the phoenix right so that is something that ha- over the years has really manifested itself very clearly to me and i've made a point of 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 expressing it in my work as a as a form as a fragment of my own personality in that moment so but the the phoenix can be interpreted as a mystical bird as islamic tradition describes it as um it can also be a hoopoe it can be a wise type of bird it can be a bird that has um you know transcended um some sort of fire and has come out stronger than before um some people would uh, would say it's the dragon energy it's more of a warrior type of energy so this is something it's a universal energy that people will feel at different wavelengths and and interpret it in different ways that that they are meant to understand it and that is something i feel is how the artist vision unfolds i mean it's it's just in the air i don't know how to describe it you know it's just something we pick up from our our invisible antennas as artists you know <laughs> right right uh, through the inner faculties basically right through yeah um, it's, it's it's obviously not a well i mean in the sense that it's you're working with an invisible intelligence pick that up so that's something within you and you're working 
yeah, yes. invisible. And, yeah. That when, yeah. and that is when you kind of notice that so many artists are doing the same exact thing as you, but just in expressing it in a different sense, you know, and this is what I've seen the synchronicities unfold with other people in terms of what they're writing, what they're expressing in poetry, what they're expressing in painting it is all linked to what I'm doing as well, but just in a different way. It's just a different perspective. Or, or, you know, just the way they would like to express it. But it has this oneness quality, quality to it that unfolds. And that's when you know that you've tapped into that creative intelligence is that it has this universal uh, vibe to exactly. it. Exactly. You know? um, yeah, I had that um, a few times, by the way, just to let you know, I've had people message me and ask, you know, um, uh, <laughs> you and Sana it's like you guys are talking about the same thing but it's just different forms she's you know taking exactly and, and you know are you guys related or somebody says you know you guys sound similar or whatever and and um yeah it's just yeah we're it's like we're both tapping into the same exactly. space right but we're in we're interpreting it through our own brain process and uh the way our experiences have unfolded it's all shaping the way we express it but it's but it shows that we're tapping into that same space and I've seen it happen with you countless times and I've been amazed at how sometimes I'll tap into your Instagram I'm like hey wait a minute I was just thinking that is it because she can read my mind or is it because we're tapping into the same greater mind <laughs> what is this <laughs> going back to there is only one mind there is only one mind one exactly. yeah, right and so when we realize that we we really feel like we're so puny we're so mm -hmm. tiny you know we're just little ants trying to make a little you know expression and that's all it is and that keeps you humble in the yeah. end you know the message is basically the same so it's um you know multiplicity and um within unity so that thing yeah is, and yeah. you you mentioned something about you mentioned, no, sorry no. to cut you off, but you mentioned something about uh, 12 dimensions. And I I read that on your post and I was like, 12 dimensions? <laughs> and then when I counted my, my Mandela piece and the star <laughs> points on it, and guess what? They're exactly 12 really? points. <laughs> okay, so book, book that art for me. <laughs> I just want so an art piece of art. Right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of intrigued by that you mentioned 12, 12 dimensions, 12 dimensions, and I had 12 points on this Mandela I was making because I knew there was some, <laughs> some sort of significance to the 12 number. Mm -hmm. um, but I just paint these. Sometimes I, d I get channeling of what they mean uh, in a greater sense, but not I always. You know, I'm yeah. just. Uh, it's almost like <laughs> an unconscious um, sort of outpouring, and you don't. You're you're almost like a mad yeah. yeah you're almost like a mad mystic and you just sort of <laughs> <laughs> so you're painting like your painting is madness and sometimes what I say is utter madness because I'm I'm basically I'm basically in a country where this stuff is just it's just like it, it's not talked about openly I'm not denying yeah. that people don't know um, but this stuff because you know there's there's a conditioning of fear so people don't talk about it but um yeah, yeah the 12d it was interesting because yeah. on my last um talk with me on the first um podcast I did with a guest which was her um what happened was that I just randomly um brought that into the conversation without even realizing what I was getting into and then on another site of mine which is um, not Qudra Healing but you know a couple of other sites you know um, I posted an article about that making connections with um, you know the Mehdi consciousness and and certain things mm -hmm. and numbers and all of that and that was really oh, unconscious but then it became conscious after when I had to document what was actually happening and then it became relatable because I had I had an, uh, a musician who messaged me and says what's up Alicia um, and she sh she showed me a screenshot of something she's working on some 
writing uh creative writing thing and she said i'm using the word um the number 12 in there what are you up to and then you mentioned it mm. and then a couple of other um in you know synchronicities oh, happen sure. to my conscious awareness or you know it's there's no you can't really count synchronicity synchronicities um no but the point is that yeah. well the synchronicities kind of just uh, allow you yeah. to know that you're it's, into yeah, that exactly. greater mind just for awareness um, purposes yeah. yeah so that's um quite interesting so 12 dimensions it, it is, is. Yes. <laughs> we're speaking that well i mean the heart what i what i'm trying to just to give you a brief on what i'm trying to paint recently is is a markaba it's it's the heart tr- sacred structure um typically it has a triangle with another triangle and it's traditionally very islamic and mysticism mysticism it's a very traditional right. shape so it's more of a spinning merkaba which creates the 12 dimensions so when your your heart spins it takes you into these higher dimensions and you can't do it without that heart uh ascending into you know time you know where there's no time and space so that's the concept but you know it's hard to grasp but these are things you have to you have to kind of delve in the realm of experience to be able to really accept them um that is the whole kind of discrepancy between um you know these topics and why they're so taboo and why people sometimes don't uh, understand them because it is a, it is a very multidimensional aspect of of a, of a being human that is very um hard to grasp by the mind it takes a it takes higher sort of intelligence to tap into knowing that these things are true right <clears throat> another another question before we kind of you know um at least for now um finish this um talk let's just say you have somebody who's um who's very fond of mysticism okay and they're very much into um you know the the spiritual traditions and so forth and and they take up this art because this is this is a calling and would you say it's it's a different st- story or it's a different narrative altogether when you're actually an initiate of the path under spiritual guides versus just being out mm-hmm. there and you know a seeker of the well, path but without the initiation into you know right. in 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 you know into a sufi order would that really mm-hmm. mark like had you not been initiated do you think you'd be where you are straight up right i mean i mean that's an interesting question but i would say that i wouldn't want to restrict Uh, the the going towards a certain path just because you haven't been guided towards it by okay. a person by a guide i mean in my sense yes i was lucky enough to start early and and to be sure that this was my way because it came through a guide that but that was my own fortunate uh, destiny i don't feel that that is what's meant to unfold for everybody but sometimes they do feel that if you have an innate calling say i want to paint or i want to start up this you know and you have this sort of inner excitement or passion that that allows you to even uh for that to even come into your mind then it's definitely meant for you in a way you know and it's meant for even if it's trial and error and it doesn't work out for you there is something in it that is meant for you to discover that you need to embark embark on because in the end of the day thoughts are also divinely planted you know so sometimes the thought will come say from a higher guide uh into your mind uh through a higher guidance you know that inspiration will come so it can come in many different forms i feel i don't feel it can it just has to be someone physical you know as it was in my right. sense because after that my the way my uh, journey did unfold was it i did have to tap into my own intuition 
my own inspirations. Um, and these guides sometimes do come in non-physical forms to you to keep you moving in your, in your mystical path. You know, they're not always going to be present physically for you, for you to follow. So you do have to learn this sense of trusting and knowing that the guides, the higher guides or whatever you want to call them, ascended masters as some people like to call them, are always guiding you. And to know that when you trust that there is a higher guidance playing in your life, then the more it does happen to you. I really believe this. The more you're aligned with that higher guidance because you yourself are believing in it. You know, and it depends on your own belief level that will be mirrored back to you. Very wise. I think that's that's a beautiful piece to leave the listeners uh, with, you know, so that nobody feels um, deprived of, you know, this sort of connection and and even grace because it's happening and we're all recipients of grace every moment. And, and like you said, exactly. the, the invisible guides that we may not be cognizant of or, you know, totally unaware of, because that could be from the angelic realm. That could be from, you know, these ascended masters. Yeah, and that in- we may pass an entire life without even knowing who, you know, who's with us. And that's not really the point. Right. Because they're not seeking for you to necessarily know them because they're going to grace you unconditionally. And, and you know, right. so it's like right. an electricity moving through you through these channels. And, um, you know, the, and it, yeah, yeah and it's exactly. They're, they have like this unconditional, non-egoistic sort of way of giving that, you know, and, and they're not really seeking that um, sort of recognition even for you. No. It's a bonus if you come to know yeah, exactly. It's very hidden. And the guidance sometimes comes very hidden. And it's, um, you know, unfolds differently for different people. But what I can, what all I can say is I really think the secret to it all is you yourself, uh, at a personal level, just being open to receive greater than what you believe. You know, I think that is a major aspect to unfold mysteries, to unfold your soul path to to you is to be open in every way you can. As soon as you feel you are restricting yourself through your mind to let go of that and to allow that greater sense of being to unfold, you know? Right. And um, yeah, just as much as I said that I have one more uh, and that was our last, but I just, something just came and, you know, we have artists who basically face blocks and, and, right. and even just, you know, talk about th- the flow isn't coming in terms of creating. So right. do you recommend That's- any specific um, practice um, to basically help the process of flow and, and to kind of just, you know, um, dissolve the blocks that are, are, are constricting yeah. the creative flow? Right. I mean, I don't have too much experience with the writer's block and what other people experience. Yeah, Yeah, creator. But I think it's uh, like my guess would be is that it's a lack. It's a block within you that it's a block with you to connect with your inner higher self in whatever form that may manifest. And it's it's you not connecting with yourself in a greater way that's creating that creative block you know where you're not in touch with your reality in a way that it's one with you do you get what I'm saying it's more it's it's you it's you separate from your reality that you're experiencing because I mean there are unlimited amounts of things we can be very creative about but it's a matter of us tapping into that space where we're connected to everything and being taking everything as a symbolism to something greater. But I think it, it starts with you connecting with yourself first. Um, And if you are disconnected in that way, then I think that would create creative block, you know, because creativity is a higher type of 
manifestation. It uh, requires you to discover your own depth in a, in a sense. Uh, unless you are able to do that, you'll always remain in this creative block type of vibe. Right. You know? Okay. So basically you're saying, you know, you're always experiencing yourself. So what we're experiencing in our physical yeah. or our sensorial realm is directly correlated with our inner. So there's something going on inside. Therefore, we're experiencing the block when we go back in and deal with that in whatever way. Yeah, then, yeah, then because we've you, solved it. Yeah, there's some sort of block in your perception, your perspective Perhaps of life or well. some sort of, you know, yeah. yeah, some sort of fear um, that's creating this fogginess in your mirror. So it's, it's a matter of purifying our own perception, our own fears and traumas, uh, slowly, slowly to unlock that, that everything is very magical. It's, and you can take symbolism from, everything. I mean, that's the reality they unfolded for me uh, after what I experienced. And I started to see the, you know, the mysterious and the mundane all of a sudden. And I was like, wow, this whole world is an artistic realm. I mean, uh, you know, it's just a matter of opening that aspect within you, but it takes time if you have many blocks that you're not connecting with yourself right. in the end. Got it. Got it. That's... Um... Yeah, we've uh, covered quite a bit in this particular um, episode, so I look forward to many more. And there's so much wisdom uh, that you've shared, and I can't imagine what other um, insights and things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's quite uh, mystical and vague in its uh, vibe, but I hope people <laughs> will pick up on right. the general messages but you know this this artistic realm is very um it is very kind of illusionary it's very um it's very it transcends uh the concepts of what we're used to so trying to express that sometimes is a little bit challenging when you're trying to express it through words that are not that are three-dimensional you know because it's so multi mm. multi-dimensional so absolutely it requires all senses. So I think that's another secret to getting rid of that block is to tapping into those six right. senses more and not just our physical senses, right. you know. No, no, that's, um, that's uh, very much, uh, that's very insightful, basically. Um, and, and, and if people would, you know, if they're interested, how do they connect with you in terms of, you know, um, acquiring art or how does it work because how how does one um do that just just for for the listeners yeah i mean i have an email which actually i should put on my instagram i don't have a website right now it's down but okay you okay. know there is always some way people can c connect with me if they really want to absolutely yes. if there's a way there's right. a way so it always happens so i'm not worried about right. that but yeah, I definitely mm -hmm. want to uh, venture in a more professional way regarding my art, which I've really never. Oh, well, that's the. I think that's the beauty. I just want to kind of. Yeah, I'm a. Really, um, I'm. It's not. It's in, not. Um, yeah, your art doesn't really need the marketing because that is energy in right, itself, right. and it makes its way yeah. into the universe. I understand because that's how it works with my healing. I do not advertise. Right, right, exactly. At least, at least I haven't so as yet secret, on, yeah. on that level, except for just you know posting and stuff. Right. But energy, energy should, um, you know, obviously if it's real, then it has its way of reaching the real. Exactly. And and I get it, I get it. But I'm just wondering, yeah. So we have Instagram, and what's your Instagram page? Well, it's Muhammadan Art. So, right. you know, however that's spelled, I guess maybe you can put it in the description. But my, yeah. it's my Instagram page for now is what I'm most active on. I do have a Facebook page as well, but it's not as active. Um, my website is down because of Shopify, but I haven't fixed that yet. But hopefully it will be up soon. You know, my, my identity is uh, shifting quite a lot and I want to take it in the right direction that's very real to me. So I'm kind of in this process of, 
of uh, aligning with my real self, you know, as it's unfolding and changing always. So yeah, that's the space I'm at. Perfect. Perfect. Good enough. Um, Really appreciate your time, your energy, and uh, looking forward to more sessions with you. Yes, definitely, Alicia. And it's 69% battery, so that means it's perfect balance. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So All right. Take care. All right. Okay. Bye-bye.